Hey, strangers of paradise, welcome back to Atsune Miku's Crackhouse. This is episode 96, Jesus Christ. I'm your host, as always, Sam Kingma. Join me as my best friend co-host, Miles J. Miles, I have like 33 hours in Final Fantasy Origins. This game is great, dude. I fucking love this game. This would be the part of the show where I'd come on and be like, all right, yeah, well, whatever. yeah, I got to talk about this game and we're going to have a discussion about no, Sam. We have memed the fuck out of this game on the show. We've talked about how edgy and throbbing evilly it is in every single hand that it's been in. We've talked about all the songs on Jack Garland's iPhone. I mean, and and you have you have sung your praises for the beta uh, the, you know, the, the, the demos that had come out. Yeah, that's right. So surely this game could not have come out and been a, a good enough to live up to the hype that we placed on it. And I think that Sam and I are in exact agreement for the first time since Space Jam A New Legacy. <laughs> Two. That's the first time the crack house has stood united, and this is the second. That Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin is based. I love this game. I'm so happy to hear that, Miles. Yeah, I, so I, I beat it knew today. I would. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's fucking cracked. The ending's fucking crazy. Um I'm getting I'm getting that impression. I'm 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 still what I assume is early in the game, I just got to the Earth Cave. I did uh, the Fire uh, Crystal first, because I'm not a oh, fucking okay. bitch. So, Oh, I did the Earth Crystal first, because don't they do the Earth Crystal first in the in the original game, and the NES game? They do, but fuck the Earth Cave. It sucks, so I don't want to go there. I prefer Gurgle Volcano, which, by the way, I'm just going to say up front, it was supposed to be Gurgle Volcano. I, th- I think, but I guess we've all decided it's going to be Mount Gulge, <laughs> which, you know what, fine. If I'm the loser of history on this. Uh, what's been nice about this game, Sam, is I can finally know the pronunciation of certain things that I only had a vague idea of, that I thought I might have been right about, but now I know for sure if I'm right or wrong. Like, BK. I, I finally know it's Captain Pique because I've always been saying Captain Bicky. <laughs> and and you know what? It makes sense when you think about uh, the Japanese lettering. Yeah, that's know? how it would have been pronounced in Japanese. It would be Bike. But I said no. It's got to be Bicky, right? It's got to be Captain Bicky. And it's not. And, and now I know. Or Lucon, which I was right about. But I was never sure. And now I am. As opposed to what? I don't know. Something else. <laughs> I thought I thought I was right. You think I would have ha- thought of uh, of it being pronounced a different way? Cornelia. Cornelia. Yeah. yeah. Not Corneria. <laughs> it's it's Coneria in uh, in the NES one. <laughs> but nah, dude, the fucking action's so good. Combat's this is so good, dude. This is the most ascended seven of all fucking time. I, I, cause, cause you know what? The whole game is literally just like some nice dressed up hallways, yes, and fighting yes. enemies, and it never gets boring. 
No, because the combat is so good that it's like, why the fuck would you want anything else that that's not a fucking hallway? Don't you just want to get to the fucking combat already? Like, that's how I feel. Like, what, you think this game's gonna fucking fare better with fucking Elden Ring horseback exploration? No, Jack Garland doesn't have time for that. As you said, Miles, he's he's got time to throw someone else's horse into their fucking face. Which is crystallize one of, it. One of the greatest moments in any video game ever. So I do have to talk a little bit about the PC version. Just a little bit. Okay. Right? So first of all, this game does not work at 120 FPS. It just it simply does not achieve that. And if you try, the game will slow down every single soul burst. Every single one it will slow down. Which, for the record, by the way, you do a fucking lot in this game. <laughs> and and this is how good the combat is. When I was getting slowdown of, like, five or six second long soul burst animations, like, longer than, than they should be, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll keep playing. But at some point I said, you know what, I really shouldn't because, like, there's going to be a patch or something like that. And then I said... What if I set it to 60? I set it to 60, the game runs perfectly. So so don't fucking set it any higher. Now, second of all, this game does the Square Enix thing where there's the textures are too detailed. I have to assume that PS4 and PS5 can render out a lot of geometry and a lot of textures. Because this game and FF7 Remake run better on worse hardware. Because I guess one of the things that, that PS4 and PS5 games are good at doing is just rendering fucking lots and lots of polygons. Yeah, it's that SSD, baby. Yeah, and, and, and meanwhile, my fucking system, at any time Astos is on screen, he he, he, he sends the fucking bitrate, not bitrate, the uh, frame rate plummeting. People have done, like, like tests on what causes the frame rate to go down. And basically, anytime a woman is on screen, the frame rate goes down because their hair has too many polygons. Damn. So that also includes Astos, because he's got the long hair as well. Yeah, and it also includes the Chancellor of Cornelia's fur coat. <laughs> so I suspect Damn. the reason that the game slowed down for every soul burst is because of all the geometry on those crystals, right? Yeah. But... Fuck it. It was worth it. Because soul bursts are the coolest thing to ever happen in anyone's life, frankly. The explosion is just so fucking loud. Did you notice that? <laughs> oh, it's how, like, ear piercingly fucking loud the soul burst animation. And then Jack's yelling, You're dust! And it's. <laughs> Do you, do you play this game with headphones on? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I played it with nothing but headphones on. Oh, that's the way, dude. That's the way. Dude, every every line that Jack screams right before he fucking atomizes an enemy is what it's just Oh my god, dude. This this game has made my fucking cock grow by miles. I I it, it's I I can't keep it in my pants. It's fucking unfurled on the floor. I got to I got to wind it up you gotta like a fire You got to wrap it around hose. like a sand tail. <laughs> yeah. I got to I got to wind it up like a fire hose. So it's just a it's a spiral. It's a fucking uzumaki spiral in my fucking boxer shorts. Like just just it's like it's like a it's like Squidward's nose just 
just never ended. You know what I mean? This game just yeah. fucking puts hair on my chest. Oh my god. This is the most manly, like, I cannot believe how much of a man I feel like. I think since Wario Land 4. <laughs> That's a statement. That it really is. Be, be put in a book. I I have not felt this much like a man. Like, I want to fucking huff paint and punch my wife. That's how much of a man this game makes me feel like. I th the The beauty of... Jack Garland is just how so one one track minded and focused he is on the mission. Yet he's not like necessarily like trying to be like a dick dickwad. He just is coming across that way due to his focus on the on the on the goal of killing chaos of course as we which, which is fun because people will be like jack you mad at us he'll be like no i'm sorry no that's just how i am yeah dude that line of dialogue had me cracking up dude so many fucking lines of dialogue in this game have me cracking up you you're not at the end of the game so i i won't spoil some that just had me like oh my just had me raffling dude Actually, straight up old school, laughing on the floor, rolling a fucking around like a dumbass. It's just fucking great. There, there's a so this is something I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about the tone, Sam. I yeah. want to talk about the tone of this game because people have been asking: Is this game a joke? Is this game serious? Is is this game somewhere in between? And I have a theory on why this game is the way it is. I have a theory, too, so you can go first. Okay, my theory is Nojima handed in this concept and this script, and Team Ninja saw it, and they said, this is kind of cringe and stupid and awesome, and we're Team Ninja, and we have a sense of humor, but we want to deliver a product that that is kind of self-serious and is in line with what nojima and nomura want and what they've delivered so we're we're going to play this straight but it's gonna be a little funny just a little just a smidgen funny because i mean keep in mind these are the dead or alive guys they make boobs funny you know yeah like like team ninja has a sense of humor now the ninja gaiden games have jokes so i i think that they they kind of realize like we'll we'll play we'll play up the camp just a little bit just enough that it's it's like still badass and awesome and kind of serious but like that it's f just a little bit funny which makes it hilarious i think i talked about yeah. this with um there's that show uh kevin can fuck himself where it starts with like a really lame sitcom sequence yeah, but then it cuts away to like the the person who plays the wife on the show who wants to like kill him. Yeah, and and when you realize that the show is not a crappy sitcom, it makes all the crappy sitcom parts really funny. Like when when you realize like, oh, they can do better. They are just intentionally writing a lame sitcom. The lame sitcom goes from being lame to being really funny. Yeah, I kind of feel, yeah, I feel you are 100% right on the, in the sense that, like, Team Ninja is definitely, like, in on the fucking joke, and they knew that this shit was cringy and weird, 
but they're like, fuck it, we'll do it anyways, and it'll be kind of fun. Um, but my take is that the the whole story is the way it is because it is remaking a 1987 NES JRPG. So we're gonna give it a really goofy, simple 1987 plot with these characters that just meet each other and we're like, we're boys now. Let's go on an adventure. And then they meet a couple other characters who are like, yeah, I'm going to join the squad now. And they're all like, okay. And we're all going to be homies. You know, that's, it's just like the old, good old days, you know, but now it's 2022 and we're doing it again. And we're it's doing really it again. Goofy and funny. And, and we're doing it right. We're doing it right. I have to be honest with you, Sam. I'm actually kind of interested in this story. Like, I, I I had a suspicion that the story might be boring, and I, I think a lot of the presentation of the story thus far is, you know, pretty boring. But, like, I'm actually kind of interested in it. I, I, I think, think I know exactly what's happening because they're way too obvious about it, but... Yeah, I, I think the... Here's the thing. I think the last cutscene's pretty pretty neat. I think the last... I think it'll win you over because the last two minutes are good, and you're a simp for the last two minutes of any piece of media. Uh, so I know how you operate, Miles. I got your fucking, I got your number, dude. I got your number so hard. I was playing this game like the like the second or third night, and I'm like, damn, Miles, Miles, uh, damn, Miles says he likes this shit. Yet I know for a fact that this game was the exact same, and it was made by Americans. He'd think it suck. I don't. I you know it's it, that's kind of true, but I no, also what do you mean kind of know that's absolutely fucking true, and you fucking know it. It's but here's the thing: it does depend. It does depend because I don't think Americans could make this game. I I knew you would say that. No, I'm so, like, but but it is such a it is such a like a point. There's where, truth to it. There's truth to it. Because here's the thing: people have always said if Hideo Kojima didn't make Death Stranding, you wouldn't like it. And I'd be like, yeah, of course not, because only Hideo Kojima could have made Death Stranding. He only Hideo Kojima could have made Death Stranding in the exact way that he made it that made me like it. Because if I was playing a game that was even mildly different, like if the setting was 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 different or whatever, right? Yeah. Like there would already be. I mean, unless the setting was better, but that's hypothetically. Like there would already be like a slight disconnect between between my interest. If this game actually took place in what looked like a post-apocalyptic America instead of Iceland America, already I would be like, I'm good. I'm good. That's this world's fine, but I'm not I'm not super crazy about it. But because it looks like Iceland, I'm like Iceland. We're in Iceland. Yo, okay. where where the fuck are we? Like that th that is there there is a truth to like there are just some things that Americans can't make. And it really does it really does come down to certain choices of like of style and I think philosophy of game design. I think that one thing that Americans are fucking bad at is their soundscapes. I think Americans have fucking shit sound design. So I absolutely think, yeah, no, there would be a part of me that just doesn't feel the crunch, feel the pain of this game. You know what I mean? Because because this is a game with fucking, there's not bite, all right? It doesn't have bite. It's got crunch. Yeah. Call it phone up Rockstar. Give him all this crunch. Yeah. Give, Call, get phone up, phone up Elden Ring's developer Ring. from Soft. Yeah, get all that crunch. Got all that crunch. It is so funny that people were, like, shocked the game had no crunch. Like, they they thought that the game had no crunch. And I'm like, what, what the fuck do you think? 
Dude, dude, I'm so over. I'm so over this whole like moral grandstanding everybody tries to do online of like the the pieces of content and the pieces of media I like are all like wholesome on the up and up good shit have no problems with them whatsoever and all the stuff that is problematic or I have issues with or find there to be problems with just automatically sucks and there's got to be this like constant conflation of the two and then when some something bad or whatever comes you know comes out about something or some product or some development studio everyone all of a sudden's got to come out of the woodwork and be like yeah it shit sucked all along i always thought that i always felt that this shit wasn't that good i hate that i hate those fuckers so fucking much dude oh me too dude i i think i hate anyone who's just waiting who's just waiting for their opinion to be like valid and good it's like no have it today and stand the fuck by it you idiot exactly or just like i i just it just what annoys me is that the only reason they're coming out and saying is because they 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 know that it's going to make them look good and it's like and they don't actually care and first of all it's like i don't even think you fully stand by whatever the fuck fuck you're saying it's like I was saying with, like, the Epic Game Store, where, like, at some point a game is going to come out that everyone is going to be like, okay, let's get let, let's get on Epic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it happened with Kingdom Hearts and all these Final Fantasy games. Like, I, as I said before, if Elden Ring was an Epic Game Store exclusive, you fucking know. You know. I would have bought it, show, probably. Yeah. People would have showed the that. fuck up for it. Yeah, like. Yeah. It's, I, it's oh, fine. Oh, no, I, it's fine to be a human and to and to have exceptions. Yeah, although I gotta be I gotta be honest, playing Stranger Paradise and also by the way the Returnal DLC came out this week. I played through co-op with a good buddy of mine. Fucking so dope, dude! So fucking sick. When whenever you get a PS5 in the year 2026, and you buy Returnal for fifteen dollars, we'll play the co-op together and it'll be a great time. It'll be but, like 3D Gunstar Heroes. 3D Contra oh, 3. Dude, Contra 3 Rogue Warrior on Switch. Oh, yeah. Did you play the demo for that? It was fucking terrible. I'm not remotely surprised. Yeah, it was. You just can't do Contra. You just can't do it anymore. You know what I mean? I mean, here's the deal. Have you played Blazing Chrome? You literally can do Contra. Just, like... You gotta commit to it and have good control and commit to making a 35-minute dope action game. But the problem is is that very few studios want to do that because it's yes. a bad look. That's you got what these I mean. Loser, you got these loser fucking games, game, like, reviewers. Like, I was so mad when I read through a lot of, like, the Windjammers 2 reviews when that game came out. And I read this one review from, I think it was Dexerto, that was, like, five paragraphs long. And the game was like, eh. It's kind of whatever. It's only really got like an hour of content. It's like motherfucker. I put like twenty hours into this shit. This game's fucking great. It it's like it's like how there's the like how long to beat for Street Fighter Four. Street Fighter Four, yeah. by the way, in the in the Metacritic Top One Hundred, I think at ninety four, and the how to beat for it is two hours because all it does is count how long it takes to beat arcade mode with every character. Exactly. Like I'm, I, I the more and more I play of games, the more I realize just how many of them a single start to finish roll credits 
is just not satisfact is just not satisfactory to really seeing the game through to com- a to completion, obviously, but just in like a more for like a critical sense, like I because I'm kind of feeling that way about like Stranger Paradise right now. Like I beat the game, but like I want to see what the chaos difficulty and all these new levels and additions add to the game or i want to see if it's like if you know if it's good or or if it's you know not good i think it's worth exploring like these excess modes and really seeing what a game has to offer instead of being like oh well i ran through the main campaign that was like whatever took me like 20 hours it's like come on let's explore the fucking games here if we're gonna review them and and talk about them and discuss them critically but I think, yeah, I mean, it's tough because ultimately a, a critic has to get their review out and games like... Yeah, that's the, the shit, right? The thing about it is also games tend to like go gold or be playable like a fucking day and a half before the review copy goes out, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. even if we said, I mean, here's the thing, the only thing to do is is make sure that a game goes gold by its deadline and then have the fucking release date be three weeks later yeah and and so all the critics could fucking play the game but but so much could happen because someone could leak it online and that's and that's that or with those three weeks you know that that's a three an extra three weeks a lot of good time for bug fixing so being able to say all right it's done it's going out it's going out like that's that's how you make sure that no bullshit happens no one adds some bullshit or no one fucks anything up yeah, and we've also seen because of that too, like written in, written in embargoes and stuff for reviews. As people say, talking about like, be like, hey, like, you know, don't say anything. Like, wait to talk about bugs until like this such and such patch releases x amount of days before the day co- the actual day one launch of the game for regular normal consumers comes out, and all these other elements. And then you got shit like what's happening with with, with Gran Turismo Seven, where there's no microtransactions in the pre-review cycle. The game comes out on March 8th, I think. That's what, yeah, March 8th. And there's fucking microtransactions in it that were not mentioned in any of the reviews because they were not there when the reviews were written. So there's all this other fuckery here, too, that I just, my whole, I guess I say all this, Miles, to say that, like, we, I really wish as, like, a greater, like, games community. As a nation. as a nation, as a gamer nation, if you will, that we all get together, like like when 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 the great um, old American men in the 1700s threw out the Articles of Confederation because they were shitty garbage, poo poo pieces of legislation, <laughs> and we make a new fucking constitution because Miles. Here, the way we're reviewing, we review games like it's 1998, and it's fucking not. It's 2022. The way games come out, the way games launch, the way games release content, the way games change over time is radically different. And these fundamental static reviews that we're getting of games right now are just not optimal for more more and more of what's coming out when it comes to live service games games that aren't necessarily live service but have active updates and content added to them where 
reviews nowadays, like, you know, you go on Metacritic and part of the reason why Metacritic kind of sucks right now is that for, you know, you go to the Overwatch Metacritic, the Overwatch Metacritic is not representative of, of the Overwatch experience today whatsoever for better or for worse. And in that situation, I believe it's much for worse. So like something's got to fucking change, but we all got to, a lot of these places that, you know, do get codes and are the sort of first to get their opinions out the door, you know, they got a fucking business to run. They always got to be chasing after like whatever the newest trending thing is. And it's maybe not, financially viable to go send someone in 2021 or 2022 or whatever to review overwatch or review destiny 2 and not just like the witch queen expansion you know i remember this with splatoon where i think ign actually went and did an updated version of their review because it got like a 7.9 because they were like yeah there's only five stages and one mode the game's fun, but, like, why would you fucking buy it in this state? And then they, they went back, and I think they gave it, like, an 8.5. You know, pr- like, a, a notable fucking good, improvement. Good score. Yeah, like, yeah. notable improvement. Because now it had more content. And for me, like, that was the—I've talked about that before. Like, that's the appeal of Splatoon, was watching this game grow and this community grow. And, and like, when you only add one mode, oh, my God, dude. Like, they added a second mode that I can just play? And it's just, and and it's just, is this is now my month is is just playing this new mode, and and then yeah. oh my well, god, dude, that's a... literally nin- the Nintendo community in a nutshell. Look at the Mario Kart DLC. Yeah, like everyone's that's back the new Mario for Mario. Kart. Yeah, dude, everyone's back playing Mario Kart. It's eight tracks. Like when you really break it down, right? It's eight eight courses right now for pack one. Yeah, or is it sixteen? I think it's eight. Because it's Eight, it's yeah. two courses and every every course or it's two two cups, cups four tracks w- four tracks. Okay. Got it. Okay, cool. And but there's yeah, gonna be still, what forty eight like, tracks or something crazy uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, it's gonna end at ninety six, and that's just absurd. But like these eight tracks have brought everyone back to Mario Kart because Nintendo all got got them in with this with this fucking expansion pass, being like, oh yeah, get this twenty five you know dollar DLC for free for free in quote unquote in your expansion pass. And now everyone's back playing playing Mario Kart. Yeah, and this shit's gonna happen with uh, with Animal Crossing when uh, that DLC drops. That like expansion they're doing. The literal biggest DLC I think I've ever seen in my life. Like it's just they just made a second game, and you could just have it with this other game. Uh, yeah, like like the Mario Kart shit is really interesting because Mario Kart Deluxe came out in what 2017 2018 yeah it came out in 20 uh, april 30th 2017 yeah april 30th 2017 and then just one day nintendo woke up and said hey are we the dinosaurs because we're back we're back and they just yo 40 million copies sold wait what yeah all right let's let's get back let's get back noses to the grindstone baby let's get those old tracks make them new again and like and and it's not just they fucking dropped the polygons into this into a level editor right like because because mario kart 8 has the fucking you know the the gravity the gravity tracks and the underwater and the paragliders like so they probably redid those tracks a little bit to include those elements yeah i saw i watched a little bit of gameplay of uh choco uh choco mountain um and it looks like and, and i'm like oh okay this is a pretty like 
like visually and like stylistically, there's some pretty significant updates and like change, like real work put into it. It's not like a oh, you just took this and like and retextured gave it, it better textures. Yeah, it, it actually is like different, artfully like different, and looks good. Um, but. You're right. It is a second game. And I'm happy about this. People were like, oh, where's Mario Kart 9? I'm like, bro, Mario play, Kart 9 play, is going to be 32 tracks. Do you want Mario Kart 9 that's going to cost 60 fucking dollars and be 32 tracks? Or do you want 48 tracks of Mario Kart in the best Mario Kart engine, by the way, uh, for $25? A known quantity. Mario Kart 8 is known quantity great. And we could get twice that. We can get twice twice the Mario Kart 8. Sam, here's the problem, though. My entire life is an empty void because I have done nothing but neglect my mental wellness and not see a therapist and hope I get a girlfriend online. Therefore, the only thing that keeps me from the noose is new things. Without new things, I have nothing to live for. Like that that really is. I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna get fucking real with, with everyone here. That truly is it. The amount of people who like games and anime and like new things is literally just the only reason they're still alive. Is it's it's scary. It's actually fucking scary how many people I know who just they play games just to consume something between the the minute they were born and the minute their 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 heart stops. Like th- there are just people who will ravenously consume anything because they have nothing else. And it is so sad and so scary to watch. And it's like every Discord I've ever been in has at least one of these guys. Has at least one guy who they, they, they just resigned. Their life is just over as far as they're concerned. And they will watch everything. And they will play everything. And they will play everything for 2,000 hours. Not because they love it, but because it's there. And, and, and... And you just talk to them, and you said, "So what? What do you do?" And they they self-identify as a neat, and they want a girlfriend who will feed them. It's just it's just the amount of people who like there's just nothing. You there's hang out, by the way, Miles. Life. You you hang out in truly the 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 most wretchedest hives of scum and of villainy. scum and villainy. Well, we were talking Discord. about this where where you like. I think we both hate discords. Like, we both hate discord servers. The difference is, I am just in a lot of them. Because I like the art that's get, that gets posted or whatever. Or or I get fucking suckered into this community. You know, because it's, it's part of my interest, right? Like, so when Inkling was in Smash, and I wanted to really get good at that character, I fucking joined the Inkling Discord, right? You know, learn some Inkling tech. And of course, it slowly devolves into at least one person who, like, just fucking ruins everything because they can't shut the fuck up. Or, like, yeah, if like, I want to be in, like, like, a porn server, of course, there's always going to be someone who, like, every fucking pick of a titty, they're like, I wish that was mine. Crying emoji. Yeah, like like I'm in I'm in a Discord server for for this uh this YouTuber I'm a big fan of, and and one of the threads is is personal issues, and it's like why no. why are you letting this come here? Delete the channel. Why are you allowing this energy into this into this 
sacred temple of a fucking server. Like, don't do this shit. Did you did you ever see the um, the edit that someone made where uh, it was a picture of like um, Morpheus from the Matrix and the caption was, wow, I really see the trans allegory now. And it just said, welcome to the Discord server. If you have any events, be sure to put them in sad general. It's like, dude, I, 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 I am just going to say it. I am just going to fucking say it. Discord is made for broken people. Discord yeah. is made for broken individuals who just have nothing to live for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like we were, yeah, it's just like my, I mean, my problem, like my personal issue with Discord is just, I feel like the, or, or Discord servers, I should say. Because the actual software, I think, is fine for Discord. Yeah, I don't really have an good. issue with it. I mean, I mean, the only reason you are, the quality on this show sucks is because M- Miles' webcam is this heinous. It's like 144p. Mac. It's so fucking miserable. It doesn't look too awful today, but oh, there have been some days. 484p, double digit p, uh, p. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's been it's been so long. It's been so long since I heard a nice, nice pee. Yeah, good to whip that out every now and again. It's yeah, you know there there. Let's uh let's just stop for a moment and pour one out for the for the homie memes, the homie memes, if you will. That that just didn't make it. You know that we just that we just retired. Obviously, cast zap and stop. Exile to the fourth dimension. Pour one out for that, especially in the wake of Stranger of Paradise. Stranger of Paradise, yeah. Yeah. Just pour one out for them. Pour it out for the kids' WB content. Just pour one out for... Uh, pour it out the 13 Reasons. 13 Reasons. When you, when you make almost 100 it's episodes... It's all the same episode, right? Isn't yeah. It's all the same... Two episodes. It's like two episodes back It's episode back. seven and episode ten. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Thing is, when you make nearly a hundred episodes, you make a bunch of memes, and you just you forget them all. You forget them. You yep, forget them fucking all. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. But it is funny what has endured. You know what has survived. Like fucking P is, I think, from episode thirty, thirty like two or Christ. something crazy like that. Yeah, it was. Shit. It was two Thanksgivings ago. I I, I have a vivid oh. memory of this. And oh. doesn't that just make you feel old? Two Thanksgivings ago? Yeah. Two Thanksgivings ago. Oh, man. When you word it like that. I, that's why I always like saying, you'll, you'll never hear me say five years. You'll always hear me say half a decade. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> just, you know, a whole Breath of the Wild release date ago. <laughs> I, um... I, oh, I, I was talking with uh, a buddy of mine about starfield releasing in 2022 and i was like yeah it was like it since i i'm like since fallout 3 to fallout 4 was seven years and between fallout 4 to starfield it's been seven years and in fact i think it'll be a slightly longer of an amount of time from from four to like starfield and it just is like fuck i was in college when that game came out, I remember ordering it off Amazon. 
I re- I I have a vi- because I, uh, I was in that dorm for like one year. I have a very vivid memory of like all the games that came out from like a late 2015 to early 2016. So like Phantom Pain, Mario Maker, um, Street Undertale. Fighter V, Undertale, The Division, just all this bullshit. <laughs> I would play like whatever, dude. Um, I that that was a fun era because I would go to CEX and I would just buy whatever and get the platinum and then return it and and uh, we all know how the story ends. And, you know, I got Hatsune Miku Project Eve F second never returned that one. That was that was a keeper. I was a keeper. That like if you if you want to feel old, my big Hatsune Miku phase was 2016. Over yeah, half a decade ago. That's fucking wild. That's fucking wild. You don't even really like the fucking character. The fucking whole show's whole identity and name is based off this fucking bygone. The fuck are you either. talking about? I love I love Miku. It's just that I don't have that connection to Vocaloid anymore because the community's fucking awful. And there's just not as many, like, really prominent songs coming out. Like, songs that just really grab me. There's a couple of composers that I'll still show the fuck up for. Like, if Oster Project released the song, Pinocchio P, still go and listen to his stuff. Um... And 40MP is still going, still listen to his stuff. Fortunately, Wawaka's fucking dead. So that's not happening again. Uh, rip. Just, yeah, like, like it's just, there's just, Damn, not as, sucks. there's just not as many, like, like, these prominent, like, composers that I absolutely love. Mitchie M, I'll show the fuck up for Mitchie M, whatever the fuck he's doing nowadays. I haven't heard hide nor hair from his ass. Yeah, it's, I mean, here's the thing, it's like, this shit just happens again. Like I've, I've, I, I was talking to you a bit, a, a, a bit about this with how, like, I feel like Discord is like the new Skype. Like, I feel I have similar feelings I have about Discord in the way, like, in the way how we use Discord in terms of like the forum community aspect of it, as opposed to like old like community based websites back in the day, just because, like, and this is something I believe you've spoken about on the show before, like. Everything in a Discord is just that, like, hidden in a Discord. You have to go seek out these groups, join them, sift through just the feeds of garbage. You have have to sift through absolute shit. I mean, it is like wading through a fucking sewer sometimes. You wake up and you check the Discord, and, like, there's always this one motherfucker who, like, Sam... If there is one person that I could tell Jack Garland that they are chaos, it is the person who all they do is post, like, one word and emojis and, like, vague posts about their sadness with, like, ellipsis but won't elaborate. I would literally say to Jack Garland, that is chaos. That's chaos. That's chaos. And... And he would yell at them and, and then rip their head off and turn them into a crystal and then shatter them. It's so good. Favorite weapon? Uh, oh, fuck. I like all. I really do like almost every weapon. Like, yeah, me too. Um, I I actually think I I think sword and shield because I think a lot of the sword and shield specials are just like so much fun. Damn. So, like, what what specials did you take to for Sword and Shield? Because that one I played around with in I liked some of the moves, but didn't f- r- take to it super well. I like that beatdown literally goes so high in the air; it's a dodge move with an offensive purpose. I mean, it's like jump before you get jump. Um, 
day flash is ridiculous it just like oh, yeah, day, flash. day flash just deletes the enemy's stance but, bar. but here my my problem with day flash is it's two mp bars that's the problem it's, like, it's two mp bars I could just use Moon Slash on my axe, and that's one ball. Axe is you so know? busted. Like, Brute brute Tackle? Oh, my God. Brute Tackle's fucking busted. Oh, man. It's it's so good. Axe, probably my favorite. That and the Fisticuffs I like are the, really good. I like the axe a lot. I think the only problem is I like playing in that, like, kind of... I, I like blocking the enemies. I, I like doing, like, counterattacks. I like all that stuff. And the axe doesn't like eliminate that from the game but it, it definitely lessens it so i kind of like playing without it almost as as a way to to keep that aspect of the game going yeah no i definitely i definitely get that um because the the here's the thing about the axe it, it is a dedicated play style and that's why the expert jobs are just like a genius idea where when you get an expert job the game is just like, yeah, play however the fuck you want with this. Basically, yeah. Um, That's what's so great about him. What expert jobs have you unlocked thus far? You know, I actually have not used any of the expert jobs because I want to level up all the, the basic jobs so that I, I can gotcha. just have, like, an insanely good expert job. But I have Void yeah. Knight, Paladin, um... Oh, the, all the orange ones? Yeah, I have Void Knight and Paladin. I have, uh... I have at least one other. Um, it's the one that, that like, accepts, da I, I guess Void Knight might be the one that accepts damage from themselves. I think I have Breaker as well. No, oh, Breaker's good. Yeah. There, it, it is interesting, like, there are, there will be a weapon that I'm like, eh, I'm not feeling this, and then I'll just, I'll just figure it out at some point. Yep. Like, uh, like, the, the Samurai Katana, I was like, I kind of get this weapon, but, like, I'm not really super into it, and then I realized, like, oh, Seishin, or Senshi, whatever it is. Senshin Stance, yeah. Senshin Stance just lets you attack forever. And the enemy can do nothing about it. Like, like Master Tonberries are just dead on sight the moment you use oh, that. Oh, that's how you take them out is with Katana? That's the strat? That's the strat. Because before I was using uh, Duelist and then Weak Spot. I was okay. I was using oh. the, um, okay. that's the, smart. the left and right... Uh, dash or not, you know rb plus yeah. left and right and then using weak spot and just you know taking them out and then dealing with everybody's grudge this is how like my, this is how into this game i am is that i know the name of everything like it is really oh, funny yeah my, my friend was talking to me about elden ring and they were like when you meet muriel let me know right and i was like okay so i'm playing this fucking game i'm already in kaylin i have like 90 hours in elden ring oh dude these... I'm, i don't fucking know any of the characters exactly the and elden and they ring. were like have you met muriel yet and i was like um maybe and it turns out they were talking about the turtle from the Church of Vows. Oh, yeah. The, oh, that guy. Yeah, why didn't you just fucking... <laughs> that, well, I think they wanted me to, like, I mean, discover that it was a turtle. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted me to find out it was a turtle. Yeah. But, like, I'd been talking to this fucking guy. I gave him every sorcery scroll I had because he was nice to me. And, and yeah, like... I did that, too, on my first playthrough. Yeah, and... and and I didn't know his name. I don't know anyone's name. I, I, I know Blyde. I know Ranny. Um, but I don't know I anyone know Kale. else. I mean, I, I know patches. I, I, know, I know EG. Oh, yeah, EG. See, I know the characters I fucking like. Yeah. It's like, and I know. And then if I don't like them, I don't fucking know their name because I don't give a fuck. I know patches because patches is patches. Everyone he's patches. Knows patches. He's, he's been everywhere. Patches is everywhere. So, like. But I don't know any of these fucking people. Like, like someone, someone might just be like. 
oh yeah, if you speak to Zanzibald in in Wingardio, you know he will tell you how to find uh he will tell you how to find Horgate, right? And I'll just be like, bro, you think I'm gonna remember any of this shit? They don't remember any of these names. Yeah. But hey, but here's what helps me is that it is Stranger Paradise with all the, the names is that they pop up on the fucking screen when they're about to attack. Yeah, and it's great. And I know every enemy's attacks because I yeah. I watch out for that shit. The ogre uses fucking catapult. Uh, you know, uh, and then you catch it and you throw crawlers. it back at him. And yeah, like cross you damage. stone throw. Like, I know this shit. Dude, what is your favorite? Like just basic enemy fucking soul burst because there's some good ones. Oh, dude, honestly, um, the bats supersonic uh scream. Oh no, I mean when he fucking like when when you kill them and turn them into crystals. Oh, when you kill them, yeah. Oh, when you kill them. Oh, dude, when you take out a master Tonberry and he just head pats them and they shake and shake and explode. Oh, that one's great. Oh, another one. Oh, dude, the nightmares, the horses, when he just fucking snaps their neck and just fucking throws them to the ground. Have you fought those enemies yet? The horses? Um, there's a couple of them that are in like the forest. I I have definitely fought them. Yeah, he snaps their fucking neck and tosses them to the ground. It's awesome. What I think my favorite is the ogre, where he just fucking judo flips them over his fucking <sighs> shoulder. Dude, like fucking Travis touchdown. He yeah, does suplexes them. It's awesome. He he, and he's got the Travis touchdown like one liners too. Yes, all his one liners are just so generic and lame. It's awesome. <laughs> I would like. I would be like, I, I would get all hyped and excited when he would scream it. I think your dust is my favorite. That, your dust, that yeah, it's so good. <laughs> my my favorite. Th- this is a very specific Miles ism. In the same way, you like cars that bounce and big tree, and I like fist fights and all this shit, right? Yeah. One of my favorites is someone who, when they do a finishing attack, they don't actually have like a a catchphrase. They just go, ha ha! I love, I love when a character just goes, ha ha! And what, what games do this? Uh, I mean, Jack Garland fucking does it, where he'll just, he'll just fucking tear off the skeleton's head and throw it at them, and he'll just go, ha ha! And just fucking smash them. There's a really good one in Kingdom Hearts Three. Haley Joel Osment has one where he's just like, ha ha! And it's just like so good. That's a good one. Um, and that that's been a that's been a tradition since Kingdom Hearts one too. Because Sora's like ha ha in that one, and it's 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 not that it's not as 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 awesome as ha ha. But <laughs> like I've heard I've heard that 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 ha ha so many times that I know I just I fucking know how 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 it how that shit goes. How it be. Dude, I know how it'd be. Jack Garland, I might have to to make a, a list of my favorite ha-has in video games. But Jack Garland's... I think Sora is number one. KH3 Sora. But Jack Garland is so good. That that ha-ha that Jack Garland does. Oh my god. So fucking good. The only time I've ever played in English, by the way. Like, I just... I never do it. But the English VA is so good. It really it's is. It's so good. Time to go wild, Jed. Oh, I'll leave you dazzled. 
This is like you're up, Ash. <laughs> this is how united we are. That like we just we just know these lines. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I've just been I've just been so in this fucking game the last like six days. It's like all I've been able to fucking think about is playing Stranger of Stranger Paradise. Paradise and grinding these fucking jobs up. Oh yeah, and doing this combat. You know what I love about this game is when you die. You just keep your fucking EXP, and you just, yeah. yeah, like, every time you die, you just, your job goes up higher, because at some point, I switched to hard, just to be like, can I take the heat? And I mostly could. I, I was, I was doing most of the game on hard just fine, but I was also like, but I, I want to beat it, and I don't want to, like, you know, take more time than necessary, because here's the problem, the longer I take to beat the game, the less I'll get, the less, like, opportunities I'll have to talk about it with people who just finished it. So yes. I do want to get through it, but like I'm absolutely going back doing the whole thing on hard mode, and and the the yeah. fact that you just told me there's a fucking chaos mode, oh my god, oh it's like yes, Christmas, dude. So I'll t- yeah, so I'll tell you this, I'll 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 this really isn't a spoiler. So once you beat the game, chaos mode unlocks, and then it's say like you basically start back from Castle of Illusion or whatever. Sorry, that's the Mickey Mouse game on Super Nintendo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mickey Mouse has a top ten ha ha in video games. Ha 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 Absolute top ten ha ha. But but yeah, you started that first mission. It's like it's like level one thirty, like equipment level one thirty, and then it like starts back up from there. So yeah, you can. T- it's like a new game plus. Basically, you continue right from where. Okay, um, that's kind of sick. The yeah, and you can still run the old the old missions back on hard. Two for like if you need to get a like for whatever reason if you want to run a on hard yeah you can do that but it's so good it's 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 awesome it's so it took me 28 29 hours i played the entire thing on hard so had to had to learn some bosses shout out kraken I, I uh, like a lot of these bosses by the way i think the only oh, me bosses too. i'm like and eh, that was like there's it Dude, I, I'm sorry to do this to Elden Ring. I truly am. But, like, it really is, like, just such a different play experience. Because during Elden Ring, I'm, like, fucking frustrated before the boss even does anything. Because I'm like, I'm not going to predict this. Like, I'll go into a, a fight and I'll just be like, I'm not going to predict this. Why am I even... Why Why do I even try this first attempt? Why don't I just let him kick my ass and see what happens? And and the thing is, because I have this the FromSoft sense of, like, knowing that the attack is going to be delayed, I have one-rounded quite a few bosses. But, like, I'm, I'm, I just go into a fight and I'm like, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't... I'll, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Even though I, I do, I don't. If if an enemy yeah, has got a yeah here's the thing if an enemy the, has four legs I know exactly how they're gonna act the problem is I don't know the timing of how they're gonna act yeah that's why yeah that's why when I always enter a new boss room I always play a little defensively on my first playthrough slow feel them out yeah and get a feel for like what the moves are yeah because yeah. I kind of I would do that in this game too um just to again get a sense of like how the boss moves and what their like five or six attacks are yeah there's uh, this this game isn't too tough like that's the big thing but like the other thing that makes it not too tough is like the animations and the timings were made by people who who don't hate me and who aren't out to trick me (laughs) because like i i will see an attack and just because i'm 
a gamer, I'll just know when the attack is, when the animation is going to come out and I'll just fucking dodge it perfectly or I'll soul shield it perfectly because my eye is just trained for these kinds of things. And it, and yeah. it is just really fun to like, it, I actually feel so relaxed while playing this game in comparison to like Elden Ring where like I go into a fight and I'm, I'm like, if I rush in, I'll actually be fine. And usually I am. Uh, but but the yeah. game is like not free. That's the big thing. Like you can fuck no, off. dude. Literally, once you get over the uh, once you get over like the the sixty percent mark, it's, it, if an enemy gets you in a combo, you're just done. You're it's over for you on on hard. It gets it gets pretty ball ball busting. But that's where the fucking jobs come in because then you just be like, okay, hold on, let me switch my strategy up here. Let me use a different weapon. I'm using a different class and figure this out. Because I've definitely had bosses where I was, like, trying some, be like, oh, let me try a different job, and just had a way easier time after that. The the one that I felt really proud of was, um, by the way, can I just say the music in this game fucking owns? Oh. Oh. Dude, you should have seen the pog face I made. This, I'm such a simpleton, dude. I'm actually such a fucking simpleton. Because, like... You are right. If this game was made by Americans, I would think it sucks. But also, I think if this was a new Final Fantasy game, not based on Final Fantasy 1, I, I would probably already also be less into it. Like, not gameplay-wise, but, like, the story, I'd be like, all right, I'm just along for the ride. But because this is, like, things I know, I'm like, dude, this is what it's like to be a Star Wars fan, where Star Wars fans just yeah, see or... things they know, and they're like, oh, my God, it's that! It's... <laughs> It's Boba Fett. It's, it's Obi Wan. Yeah, like like they just see things they know. Like when the when the air castle theme started playing during the Tiamat fight, I was like, "Oh man!" Like I actually had this pog face. Yeah. Also, by the way, can we talk about this Tiamat fight for a second? Jesus Christ! That fight is fun. That fight is fucking holy fun. shit. That fight takes, so for people who don't know, basically T-Bot just keeps regenerating his health in the second phase. Her health, like, Sam. Let's be, let's be allies. <laughs> let's I'm be sorry. allies to this dragon. I didn't mean to misgender Tiamat, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, She's the mother but, of dragons, Sam. Yeah, so she keeps fucking giving more head. Uh, You keep taking him off, but- Like a good woman back. should, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, let's be allies. Um, and, uh, and you have to take out her brake meter. Yeah. But the brake meter goes down so slowly in this fight. But the thing is, if you attack the heads, her brake meter just fucking goes. It just goes. So, so like, that that's the strat is, like, you have to wait for her to use, like, her tri-disaster move. And then, ideally, you want to use a heavy weapon. So, like... The axe, the the great sword, and you just fucking really hit good. all our heads at once, dude. Oh my god! Great sword, so and then having raging slash as your fur as your like R one to R two is like yeah. god tier for that fight because it because you uh, just it, yeah. you just stun her all the time and just can fucking totally annihilate that fucking fight. The the other thing I love is chain canceling, where you ch you chain cancel haste into like you know a super fast like a super slow skill, and you just use it like twice as fast it's so good being able to use haste in a real-time action game is the coolest part of the game it like, really probably. is I, and it's funny i have been neglecting it because i'm leveling up my other jobs i've been neglecting oh, yes, it slightly so like i really need to get back to it because like I, I you know here's the thing i leveled up all the jobs that i like from the old final fantasy games 
Like, I was like, oh, Red Mage? Oh, I'm there, dude. I'm there. I love the Red Mage. Like, and so, like, I, I did Black Mage next, and then I was like, yeah, okay, I'll get to White Mage. And, like, White Mage is okay. It's just, you know, it's White Mage. White Mage is baller, because you get the, uh, you, you get, if, if you have a full MP bar, yeah, when, it's, it's wild, because you're casting Haste, you're casting uh, Cure on the Gang, you're casting Regen, you're casting Protected Shell. It's dope. Yeah, like if you um, just spend your bar on white magic, you're you're just insane. Yeah, and then yeah, you're just an unstoppable fucking monster. And then you just switch back to you know your other your dam your damage dealing class. And here's Although the thing about the white mage is that it has the mace, and the mace is really good. Oh, dude, the mace is so fucking sick because the mace just has so many great diverse elemental moves. Yeah. That it's good in a lot of situations. Yeah. Um, and really, really good in a lot of situations, too. I, I use where, like, the mace a lot on, on Kali because... Or, sorry. Merilith. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. I'm just... An, oh, I'm, I'm too much of an OG. All right. I know that's Kali, guys. I know. Even though Merilith is more accurate because Kali is, as far as I can tell, not a snake. She's just a woman. It's the flame worm, right? Yeah. Uh, but Merilith, like, I used, I just, I stacked Tidal Terror on all of my mace, uh, <laughs> my mace, like, uh, attack trees or whatever. I don't yeah. even know what you'd call that, but. You're, yeah, your, your combo. So, yeah, because you have a combo string. I mean, it's just like Dragon Ball's universe, where, where you, your, your moves are modified by, um, the amount of time, and, and warriors as well, like Muso, the amount of times that you have pressed, um, the neutral attack button, and then you press the, the special attack. So in Muso, it's like XXX triangle, you know, versus XX triangle. Those are two different finishing moves. Yeah, and you're able to select in the menu pre-battle what move you want to do when you press XX. You can triangle. set them mid-battle yeah. if you're crazy. Oh, yeah, you can do that. Dude, what's, can what do I that. love about this game is during, like, Jack's long-as-fuck, like, boss animations... And and this is brilliant. Like the fucking screen is enough that if you pause, you can still see the animation, and you can also go in and change your fucking job. So like during those longest fuck animations, if I knew like I wanted a job change in the second phase, I would just do it in the middle of the cutscene, <laughs> and that shit was dope. Why would you feel the you two job slots? What do you need to change your job for in the middle of the fight? Every now and then, here's the thing, because every now and then, like, I might, you know, I might run White Mage in the, in the first one, and, you know, maybe I'd want to do Black Mage next, or, or... I see. You know, like, for example, like... Well, that's where you level up all those and get saved. Yeah, so exactly. So that, that it is both. When, once I get those oh. expert jobs, yeah, it's not going to be a, not going to be a thing anymore, but... Like, um, yeah, like, a, a big one is for the Merilith fight. I uh, I had Knight, because Knight has uh, Blessing of Radiance, or Blessing of Light. And, yeah. And Blessing of Light, because she attacks so many times, that counterattack just fucking stacks on damage. And and so I just I would just go in there, but I didn't want it for the first phase, because I wanted, you know, to use uh, Black Mage for the water spells. So, fucking, I fucked with Black Mage, and then when it was time to switch over, switched over to Knight, and then I still had my fucking, uh, fucking Berserk going on. Damn. You got it all, all planned out, huh? Yeah, the, the game, the game just, this is a strategy game for so men sick, with dude. penises. Like, that's all I'm gonna yeah. say. 
again, like what I love, it's so beautiful how it takes all these elements from classic Final Fantasy and the job system and just so beautifully translates it into an action environment. It, it and makes it like so a real better. action game. Yeah. It's a real action game. It works so much better it, than you would expect. Like that's the big thing. Because yeah. like you look at like Kingdom Hearts by comparison, there's just nothing to, to that system that, that feels like Final Fantasy. And they're different games, obviously. But like, like comparing Kingdom Hearts to like this game's job system, like it truly does feel like this is the actionized idea of Final Fantasy that Kingdom Hearts was like alleged to be when it came out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because because really, what Kingdom Hearts is is it's an action game with a menu, <laughs> with 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 some commands. Whereas this is like pre battle and mid battle, like you are making tactical RPG decisions. Yeah. And I love the party. The party's so good in this game. They're actually useful. Oh, in yeah. Fights. No, they're great. I think the one thing is that they won't just finish off an enemy, which is good because if you smash them, you get points back. You know, you get your MP. Yeah, you back. get MP. But every now and then I'll just I'll just be like, all right, I see you left me some uh, some food to take care of. <laughs> but it's fine because I get to run over there and watch Jack go. Ha ha. <laughs> And smash their fucking face in. Yeah, it's oh, it's just so good, dude. I just want to reiterate so before we before you potentially move on from this this topic that Jack Garland picks up a horse, turns it into a crystal, and then throws it at a man. And this is the third boss of the game. Yeah, game knows what's up, dude. Knows what's fucking up. It, it does what's good. It doesn't knows what you want to see. It doesn't wait. You know what I mean? It just yeah. it starts cool and I presume it ends cool. It it does. I think it does. I mean the the fights are cool. The story's kind of whack, but it, hey man, it's the moral of what you're going to do, brother. I I I I expect that I will actually like the story way more than I'm supposed to. Again, the last 2 minutes are good, so you'll come away liking it. Yeah. Even though I think the last hours is like well, I actually don't know what the fuck's going on, but I kind I'm here for the ride. I kind of get it because FF1's about time loops. So I'm kind of already seeing seeing what they're doing here. They're taking the time loop yeah. concept and and making it like much longer. I also think there might be a theme of karmic cycles and mandala, but I don't know, maybe I'm giving the game too much credit. We'll see. Uh but Damn, bro. I just, I, you know, I just, I'm just, I love Jack Garland. And I, I love that I'm playing as such an angry white man. It's so nice. But a cool, but a cool, sick, based angry white man. That, that's the thing is that, like, Jack Garland is not a horrible dick, you know? Like, like, I feel, I, again, another thing of if Americans made this, you would hate it. And then me saying, yeah, because Americans couldn't make this is a character like Jack Garland would be unnecessarily dickish. Most likely, yeah. Just, just because I, I don't know. I don't know why he would be, but he would be. <laughs> Whereas in this, like, Jack can crack a joke. He can, he can, he can be friendly if he wants. Yeah, he's just always got like a a, a a thing about him. Damn, there's this moment. Oh my god, there is this moment where, where he is kind of ice cold that had to be like cracking out out loud. But I can't, I can't say shit. I'm, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to get there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I I won't say definitively that like oh yeah, you'll totally know what it is when it pops up. But when you finish the game, I'll tell you. 
So yeah, I think uh, I think it's safe to say that uh, the crack house gives approves Stranger of Paradise, Paradise our highest seal of approval. I'll come back next week hating it somehow. Don't ask me how it will happen. Uh, because that is my curse, dude. That's my time loop. That's my yeah. that's my paradise project. Or that's your it's golden experience requiem. That's my uh, golden experience requiem, punishment. Dude. Is is I can never finish something and like it. Uh, y- you know what I was thinking of? I I I wanted to talk a little bit about Revolutionary Girl Utena because I watched a bit of it and I'm 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 still going through it, but I'm going through it very. That's slowly. the the. The skinny lady show, right? Yeah, that's that's the one that Steven Universe wishes it was. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Steven Universe fans. You what? You triggered? <laughs> anyway, damn, uncalled for, I uncalled know, for. Dude, I I think I'm I think I'm in a, a mood with Steven Universe today because of that meme that I sent you, where it's like there's a problem on Earth, Steven, and it's like walls of text of him crying, and then it, next to it, Wario, and just the B button being pressed. <laughs> I just saw that and I was like, that sums up that that is Stranger of Paradise though. Like I find like yes. like Noctis Lucis Kylum just cries his, and mopes his way through everything, and then Jack Garland just fucking smashing the, the right trigger. <laughs> yeah, just mashing R one yeah. and infinitum. Dude, no, no, it's a it's a picture of the of the B slash circle button. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've been watching a little bit of Revolutionary Girl Utena, and I, I guess I guess this is Dunk on America Day, cause fuck you. Um, you know, <laughs> get better, get better at things, America. All right. Actually, I've been yeah. watching, I've been watching some TVs. Like, there's a lot of good shows and there's a lot of good shows in the world. The problem is that like what? Uh, I watched uh, The Righteous Gemstones. It's like a Danny McBride kind of comedy series. Pretty good. I, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun because it's just like this. It, I mean, it's, it's like Entourage, but with mega Christians, which is kind of fun. Um, but uh yeah like that's a pretty good show like yeah you know i'm i'm enjoying like some of the shows uh, marvelous miss mazel i've been watching that since it started dude can i can i just talk about how revolutionary girl and Uta and marvelous mrs mazel are like proof that feminism doesn't have to be cringe as fuck like it's just okay. it's a deliberate fucking choice that that these like cringe fucking creators make cuz like what's great about marvelous mrs mazel is that it it is technically a feminist show but like Midge, the main character, is just this, like, petty person who is just super insanely flawed. Like, she just, like, fucking can't... She just can't control her emotions or her temper, and, like, this is not depicted as a good thing. Like, a lot of the male characters are genuinely decent human beings who support her. Like, her ex-husband is, like... He's, like, a a good guy, and they have a friendship. It's just that he, he felt trapped in the marriage, and he wasn't happy, so he left. Uh, and they're, like, friends, and they're hanging out, um, and, like, uh, there, there's this great scene in se- the second season where, like, cause, cause Midge is, like, this Jewish, you know, she, she's, like, a, a Jewess, right? A Jap, if you will, Jewish-American princess. Uh. Yes. And, uh, and, and she's, you know, she's, like, a, an Upper West Side white lady, uh, Jewish person. So she's trying to, you know, do a, a stand-up thing. It's about a comedian, I forgot to mention. 
Um, she's trying to do like a stand-up thing and she's trying to do, you know, she's trying to be spontaneous. So she's talking about uh, her coworker at a department store and she keeps saying that she has a Negro friend now and just won't stop saying like, yeah, so my Negro friend and everyone, and, and it's like, she's bombing on stage. Right. Okay. Um, but like the fact that like this, the character that we're following is like, not like super duper cool, like on it with the politics. Like I was talking about with like Ted Lasso. Where yeah. and Ted Lasso is a great show too. I really like that show. But like, where Ted Lasso is just this guy from Kansas City and also the most woke character because that's that's how you gotta write him these days. So the fact that like there's just this white lady on stage who just keeps saying Negro, like, oh my god, I should tell you all about my Negro friend. I was like, this scene's amazing. Um, or just like I, that shows that shows great i like that show a lot um tony shalhoub is in it and he's the fucking funniest thing i've ever seen he just plays this like really mercurial jewish dad who like everything goes in one ear and out the other so like they'll be having a conversation and he'll just be like ignoring what everyone says and just obsessing over the stupidest smallest possible thing it's so wonderfully jewish i love it um but then revolutionary girl utina is like this very serious show about like you know like abuse the cycles of abuse and and the male power structure and 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 the idea of like strength with women is being able to compete with men and just all this like these very serious you know feminist talking points directed by a man by the way which is why it's any good um but uh but like i I've, I've just been watching both these shows and it just made me realize like wow we it's just that that like so many of these like because we always talk about like these like cringe like the last of us part two or like a lot of like the the comics like Amer like the big two comics are, are these really like cringy stories uh like yeah. i am not starfire shit like that like oh mike oh oh heinous yeah heinous. Like, absolutely heinous or like I mean, even even certain like you know like the Cinderella movie that I talked about, Camilla Cabea Cinderella. Oh movie, no! Where where like man, all the villains are coming back in this episode. <laughs> Dude, all Shit. all the Cruella. Like it's like feminism doesn't have to be cringe. It's just that 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 all these writers who are feminists, like writing feminist projects can only write cringe i guess and and you look at you know and and you look at certain shows like you have the owl house or steven universe where like there is this Im implicit elements of like female empowerment you know women supporting each other all these things or crazy ex-girlfriend which is straddling the line between cringe and 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 cool uh which is kind of why it's great but like you just have all these examples of like, wow, it does not have to be this bad. It's just that we keep hiring terrible, terrible writers who are not any good at writing. People who fail upwards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who are who not any upwards. good writing, but because they are so aggressive about like the feminist messaging, executives go, get them in the project. They'll, they'll make us, you know, they'll make us something that everyone's going to love on the internet because we're going to get those brownie points. And then it f it's fucking shit. It's fucking dog yeah, water. Well, Here's the, yeah, well, this is the fucking reality. Dude, this is the point. There's a great fucking Scamboli Reviews video on uh, uh, High Guardian Spice, uh, yet another great uh, villain from the Rogues Gallery. Um, and, and basically, he sort of talks about it. Like, the whole point of the video, uh, his, like, critique of the show is, like, look, like, this show comes out here and is marketed entirely on its politics and the fact that the writer's room was nothing but white women with rainbow color hair. Um, and... It, the show comes out and it's a total flop and it gets a shit ton of fucking hate online. And Crunchyroll is fucking owned by Sony. 
And Sony's a fucking big player. You don't fucking see this shit? You don't think they see that them uh, losing millions upon millions of dollars based on a show that's marketed using... It, it's, it's uh, you know, you know, LGBT Identity politics. politics. Yeah, exactly. And that's sucks because that's going to hurt these, these projects ability to exist years on down the line because big higher ups at Sony are going to be like, it's hard to, this shit's, this shit's hard to market, but this shit's hard to sell. You know what it is, Sam? Like it could go down, we could get down that path. But you know what it is, Sam? And and I'll, and I'll say this. It's, it's that like you have all these like out of touch executives who need to get the fuck out of there. Like Amy Pascal got fucking fired in one of my favorite stories. Which is, there was another Sony email leak. I don't even know which one it was. But, because there's 15 of these, right? There's fucking 15 Sony email leaks a week. And yeah. uh, and basically, they emailed Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, you know, has, what, 40 million Twitter followers. He's the biggest comedian fucking ever, like, at this point. And, yeah. uh, and they were like, hey, you're in this movie we're doing. You need to advertise it on Twitter. And he just, like, emailed back, okay, pay me. Like, you know, because get that fucking bag, dude. Like, like you're fucking Kevin Hart. Anything you tweet is free advertisement. Pay exactly. Him. And he knows it. Yeah. He knows it. And he knows it. And so instead of paying him, Amy Pascal took the email and, and called him a fucking whore for trying to get his money. And the emails leaked and everyone saw this. And now Amy Pascal's fucking fired. But like Amy Pascal was the producer of, like, you know, of a lot of these, like, female-driven projects, including the Ghostbusters remake, the 2016 oh. Ghostbusters. And and here's the thing. It's not like she's, like, a complete fucking failure. She produced that Little Women movie that no one actually likes, uh, but that everyone saw because they have moms. Sorry, I'm laughing because I, I remember when this movie came out in college, and you're right, everyone did see this shit, except for me, baby! Well, because it was, I'm out of the loop. What was what was funny about it is that just like, like everyone was like, "What Little Women needs to be nominated for an Oscar because it's such an important story," and I was just like, "Why didn't you nominate the other fucking eight Little Women adaptations that were made?" Like, peop, like when it when it got nominated only for I think best screenplay instead of best director, and I saw the fucking movie by the way. It did not deserve best direction. It was it was fucking flat as fuck. Period piece. I don't give a shit that Greta Thunberg directed it, you know, or Greta Gerwig directed it. Yeah, and like like Lady Bird. Greta Thunberg's not a bad director, but I, I I genuinely think she's a better writer. I think I think that's the thing is she's a good director of actors and she's a good director of of the script, but I don't think she's like a fucking ten out of ten amazing you know film person, which is okay. It's she's she still makes great movies and she still yeah exactly. You don't have to be great at every single facet of film direction to be good at it. Yeah, like like and she make good products. She's great at directing actors, and that's absolutely part of directing, and that's absolutely like. But it, it is like what we were talking about with like the best direction award at the Game Awards. Like, I think Death Stranding deserved best direction because Hideo Kojima started a new fucking studio and shipped the game in three years, and the game was of a high yeah. quality and was pretty fucking good. Like. Uh, like, I, yeah, Death Stranding is not, like, a fucking amazing... I mean, I love it, but it's not, like, the most amazing also, thing ever. Yeah. But also, Miles, like, the shit I always say about with the Game Awards in the best game direction category and why I think it's, like, kind of a dumb category for the show 
is because it's just it's always going to go to the most prolific di- game director. Exactly, and th- and that's kind of like what I was what I wanted to point out. Like like the reason Hideo Kojima deserved a reward for Death Stranding was not because the cutscenes were good. It was because the man managed a fucking project and got it out the door under budget allegedly in three years. Yeah, and it's like in because here's the deal, like. Like, the like, same and, thing's and, and gonna happen point, this year. Yeah, like the point like, I wanted Miyazaki's to make. Miyazaki's gonna win Elden Ring. Ga- best game direction, Miyazaki's gonna win for Elden Ring. Yeah, best and, and here's the thing. Elden Ring had At, crunch. Or, and... or Ty, I could see Todd Howard stealing it with for Starfield. Stars, but yeah. Starfield, is it's coming out 11-11. Might be, might be too late. It might have a... It might be a little late, so we'll see. Yeah, but, but yeah, like either way, you, you know, like again... Elden Ring had crunch and all all the problems that that most AAA games have and everything like that and people are going yeah, to basically say basically all like, of them. Yeah, and people are going to say like, "Oh, that shouldn't be allowed for best director." And maybe it shouldn't. I don't know. But like the other thing is he might even be one of the better companies crunch-wise this year. We don't know. And and that sucks, but he would win it no matter what because he's the name. He is yeah, the and guy. It's like- Exactly, and it's like, and that's sort of the thing. It's like what I've kind of realized about fucking crunch in the video game industry is it happens everywhere. It fucking it, this shit, this shit happens fucking everywhere. Nowhere is a fucking immune from it. And if you be like, oh, this company, I haven't heard anything. It's because you haven't heard anything. Yeah, like, dude, I remember reading a story about crunch at nintendo back in the day during the early ds era during the creation of mario 64 ds that little gem on 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 nintendo ds that launch title where shigeru miyamoto at like 6 7 p.m would walk into the studio saying it's mario time which would symbolize to the crew oh we're all working overnight without without pay tonight that's what we're doing today we're all working overnight and uh and that's what we're doing because it's it's Mario time. That's what Mario time. Is. <laughs> that's what Mario like, time is. And like that's like kind of fucking cruel. Yeah. Like in a way, like imagine like if Activision said it's like it's it's COD time or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> you know, no, the Raven people, software. Yeah. No. It, it it would it would be like if uh, I'm trying. I had a good one. God damn it. Because like. Like, it would be like if Blizzard came out and, like, said, like, a catchphrase from Overwatch. Oh, high noon. It's high noon. Yeah. It's high noon, and that means everyone has to stay overnight, and that ca- and that came out. Dude, people, oh, my God. They'd be flamed so hard for that shit. <laughs> and, but, yeah, Blizzard needs more litigation. Yeah, but N- Nintendo will get away with fucking... They'll get away with fucking anything. Yeah, because here's the thing. People tolerate crunch when the game is good. Yeah, like the do. reason that Last of Us Part Two's crunch was was dunked on is that Last of Us Part Two sucked, and no one liked what the crunch went to, because the crunch went to fucking showing violence to these fucking coders, and uh, you know all this crazy shit, and then the game's fucking boring. Like, but Elden Ring has crunch, and everyone's fine with it because Elden Ring's their favorite fucking game ever made, and exactly, and and here's the thing, guys. That's okay. You are allowed to like this project made under terrible conditions because everything you've ever loved was made under terrible conditions because art is rarely made under good conditions. Like the the reason yeah. that manga is so guilt-free is because it's it's quote-unquote in, voluntary enslavement. Mangaka choose to live this life where they do nothing but 
tell their story and draw until they die. Like, that, that is the choice that these individuals make. But, like, art that is, like, director at the top and people below them, it's fucking miserable for literally everyone. Maybe except for the producers. Maybe. But like no, it's hell for them too. It's hell. Oh, for I'm, them too. I'm, I'm like. Here's the thing. The only reason I would say maybe for the producers is because producers are on so many different projects that I think the project, all of their their projects in general, some of them will be easier than others, and others will be a fucking nightmare. But they're doing so many that like that some of them they're either just not that involved in or like you know things are going smooth for them because you know the crew the cast everyone is making sure it's going smooth for them and then other times it's a fucking nightmare and the producer's got to be on top of things uh exactly a lot a lot of the the all hell breaking loose of the other sectors all falls on the producer to to take care of and kind of fix. Yeah. So that's a that's its own type. Which is of hell, which is why it's a maybe. Fires. Yeah. Because yeah. because they are the the most likely to be spared from the nightmare realm of creating art. No, but there's always going to be problems in game development. Yeah. There will always be significant fires to put out. Like that is a guarantee. I think. Oh, sorry. I meant movie project. producers. Sorry. In this case. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I thought we were talking about games. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, here's the thing. Like I, I was, I, I moved out of games because this is all art. Basically all art is, is like this. Like, I mean, you know, we, we hear about like bad conditions on movie sets. Like, Bitch, that's the fucking, that's the standard. Like, I've been on movie sets, like, in, in school and all these things. Like, it, it's fucking miserable. It fucking sucks to be a crew person. You're there for 19 exactly. fucking hours, and your dinner's getting cold. My th Yeah, my thing is this is just, like, on one hand, I get the people who are, like, should it but it should be better like the conditions should be better and i would agree like yeah in an ideal world yeah the conditions should be better but in any job you work any job you work it's gonna have benefits and drawbacks in your life like it just will yeah and that's and it, it's like dude if you're if, if you want to be a pilot you're gonna be away from your family a lot like duh you're a pilot. You fucking fly planes out of state or maybe out of the country, you know, constantly. Of course, you're going to be away from your, you know, your family. If you work as a, a firefighter, you might die in a fire. <laughs> That's part of the job, though. That's kind of what you sign up for. Meanwhile, if you are an animator, you are not supposed to die in a fire, but apparently it could happen. Like, the world is hell, alright? The world's bad. And any fucking thing can happen at any fucking job. No one, no, no, no one is safe. And, and all I'm asking, literally all I ask of everybody on the planet, is if you like something and it was made under problematic circumstances... Reconcile with it. Like, be, be fine. Be fine with the fact that, that you live in a fucking nightmare world. And, and the art that you seek reprieve in, that is someone else's nightmare world. The, the thing that helps you escape your nightmare world is someone else's nightmare world. Them's the fucking breaks. And you just get, you just gotta, you just gotta live with it. All right. I'm, we're, yeah, we're, we're loving, we're fucking shooting our 
fuck, fucking goo on strangers. Appar- I'm so sorry about that. That's all staying in, by the way. Um, yeah, that's fine. We're shooting our goo on Strangers of Paradise, and I, I promise you, that shit was made under the worst conditions ever. Probably. Because what? Because they had to model every fucking fur on fucking Chancellor Bicke or whatever his fucking name is for coat. Drop the FPS down to fucking four whenever he's on screen. <laughs> God, that's awful. It's awesome. I I kind of love that PC gamer bros are mad about it. I kind of love it. I can't, I dodged a bullet, dude. You did. Thank God I'm not. I'm not. Thank God, dude. This is where actually standing your ground came in handy. I stood my ground. I said, no, I'm not supporting it on the Epic Game Store. I'm buying it on PS5, and it worked out. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, and there's no reason. Not, I sa- there's no reason not to buy it on I, PS5 because you get the haptic feedback. Exactly, and I'll say this, dude. I've played enough PS5 certified. I like this console. This is a good fucking system. As a, as a, again, as a certified PC bro, I like the PS5. Good controller. The games look nice. They run well. It's good. I I can always tell who has no individuality and no personality. Whenever I see like someone on on Reddit, 4chan, or Discord, you know, because I see screenshots of this shit. And they say that a game is a console game, two O's. Whenever I see that, I know, okay, you have never had a thought in your life. What? I'm sorry. What, what, you got to give me the Urban Dictionary breakdown. Okay, so, of, so of there's, C- there's this trend on, on 4chan that just spreads to all other fucking corners of the internet. And, and it, it's the, 4chan does this all the time, like where, where people will come up with a funny name for something and, in, and they'll just insistently refer to it as that and you know like like um whether or not people like or dislike Hideo Kojima he is referred to as like Kojimbo by a lot of people because that was a 4chan thing like I have friends who like who say Kojimbo as in a a very affectionate way like it's not derogatory it's just how they fucking say shit on 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 that site um or Kojumbo is another one um I knew someone who was fucking infuriating about this where they just couldn't say the name of anything and they would just make up this fucking stupidest shit because they were such a 4chan fucking V-tard. I'm not censoring that. Fuck you. Where they were just such a V-tard about everything that, um, that, uh, like, we were talking about Death Stranding and they called it Dare Strapping. And I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And you worked hard. You worked hard to come up with that. And it sucked. Why wouldn't you just call it by the name? Like, like you're not on 4chan. No one is gonna, no one is gonna fucking say Anon. That was really funny. Like, fucking die. You know, <laughs> like for doing that. I'm sorry. I just every time I think about that, I just I want to die of cringe, dude. I just want to. I just wish I had always been dead. Every time I think about I, reading that. Um, but, yeah, but, I've. Uh, I don't know what's compelled me recently, but I've just been like reading comment sections more. <laughs> oh, it sucks. Like, like, and I've really just. You don't understand true fucking stupidity until you read a comment. Until you like read some comment sections, but you got to read some comment sections off of some normie normie shit. Yeah, and you're like, oh fuck, dude, I live in a bubble. I live in a fucking bubble. Oh my god. <laughs> But, like, I, I guess what I want to know is, like, 
Like, because obviously, uh, yes, I know console is a derogatory term, but like, what what games are being considered console? Like, some oh, someone okay. was like, the problem is this is just a this is clearly a console game. Like, uh, you know, they're talking. This was on like you know the Stranger Paradise like I Final see. Fantasy Reddit, where someone was like, yeah, the game's running really bad, and someone like, That's- dude, all console games are on PC now. I don't know what the fuck these guys are talking about. Like, unless the game like- uses fucking ninety different keys, the mouse wheel, and the fucking dis- like DDR trackpad, it's not a fucking PC game. Apparently, yeah, like PC games really don't exist anymore anymore in in remotely the same way the, the only things like, that are pc games are like anything that that is played almost exclusively with a keyboard and mouse and even that but shit even doesn't shit exist. like dude like crusader kings 3 just came to fucking console um tropico crusader 6 kings. fucking came to fucking switch tropico switch. 6 is on switch like yeah like that exactly like that shit right there is like I think Civilization had a couple console ports too. Like, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, there's so just no such th- like so. Console. So someone who is still saying something is like, oh, this is such an obvious console game. It's like, yeah, join the fucking club. Cyberpunk was a fucking console game, idiot. Like, uh, dude, X, absolutely, absolutely, and honestly, so is fucking Witcher Three. Witcher Three is a fucking console game. Yeah, like, and and that's the thing is like we live in a world where the where the our modern consoles are basically PCs and our and our PCs are more or less just like another. It's like another console. Like they're just. Yeah. It's like the the reason consoles you pay more for options. A, the reason you pay for a PC is so essentially that you can buy a less expensive console upgrade incrementally, as opposed to needing to purchase a new system every couple of years. And, and it, yeah. it's why and you like also, yeah, and control just general control over the games you have access, like a, a games you can play because the PC is the biggest marketplace. Yeah. Uh, and also um how the games look in settings and stuff, you're able to do all that. Well, it's why I'm, like, not, like, like, I know a lot of, like, super hardcore PC bros who are, like, oh, the Switch is, like, so lame and underpowered. Yeah, it is, but, like, a part of me is also, like, yeah, but the amount of things that can come out on the Switch that just, like, would only be on PC, not because they're super powerful, the opposite, because they'd be too niche and too, uh, and too under, like, you know, they wouldn't perform well on, on a big-ass console. Like, you can yeah. release, like, like the Japanese Switch store has just, like, 900 VNs on it. There's just, like, so many VNs on the Switch. And the only reason I know is that I have a friend who, uh, a, friend's of my, a friend of mine on Switch, and I'll just see them playing this new fucking VN I ain't never fucking heard of, and they'll have 70 hours in it. And, and I'm just like, damn, okay. Yeah. I, I mean I'll say th- I'll say this part of the reason why I just love PC releases just in general and and for the record of course I know this isn't always the case but when it feels like when, but when a game gets ported to PC there's a level of like oh fuck, there's a level of like to bring it all back to Stranger Paradise crystallization of like oh now that this has a PC port there's always going to be a way to play this fucking game. Yeah. There's always going to be a w- will and a way to play Stranger of Paradise. Even if the Epic Game Store comes down, even if it never comes to Steam, even if Steam doesn't exist one day, there will be a way to play a cracked version of Stranger of Paradise in 2040, yeah. you know? Uh, same same thing with, like, that Ocarina of Time PC port. Like, that's just in our lives forever. Yeah. Ocarina of Time is on PC. Nintendo doesn't have to release the game ever again theoretically exactly we're like 
I, I we're like I, I'm really we're like I worry about uh, again these 900 VNs, you know, because the Switch Star is not going to exist forever. I mean, I'm thinking about it right now. More like more pr- pr- time prescient is all the old school XBLA in PlayStation Network games yeah. on PS3 and Xbox 360, dude. Like the, a lot of, of those goo. games are really good. Dude, yeah, World of Goo, Gal- uh, Galaga Legion DX, World Gone Sour, the Sour Patch Kids game. Like, a lot of this shit it is just only available on the Gen 7 hardware. Never made it to PC. It was that weird, like, 2006 to 2009 downloadable era. Lots of great games that have been kind of lost to time. And we'll, and eventually, when those shores, stores go down, it'll be like, fuck. I, I can only think of one game that is truly like like high profile abandonware, which is Mighty Milky Way. It's by fucking WayForward, and it's part of like the Mighty yeah. series, like this the series that like in the indie scene is pretty respected. And there's just one entry in the series that you can never play because it was on DSI download only. So you had to specifically yeah. have the DSI. You couldn't have a DS Lite, couldn't have a, a regular standard DS. It had to be a DSI. And now you can't yeah. fucking play it. And that right there is exactly why I'm fucking pro I'm pro emulation. Hard fucking core, dude. Is because, like, I, I'm sorry. I fucking value game history. And it sucks that, you know, if you grow up with a PS5, you can't play, so like, 10 a decades worth of the most seminal games from, like, the mid-80s to early 2000s like only a small handful of those games are available on modern consoles that have had the ability to be ported because their publisher still exists yeah like if you, you, know? if you fucking think back to the fucking Wii, the Wii uh shop that was yeah. the most insane library ever did yeah you- do pulse man was on there I, I honestly think Miles. I th- let me let me f- feel if you have if you think this thought has credence. Like the generation, like you, me. Shout out Tom. Second look, he it didn't get a shout out this episode, so there it is. Um, like our our generation who grew up with the Wii. I think we care about retro games because of the virtual console. Like I think that is like the re like the that and like for me it's that and like YouTube. Obviously YouTube videos introduced me to retro game content, but it was with the Wii virtual console actually letting me like buy these games and interface with them at like a relatively inexpensive cost. Yeah. No, I I think that's what, very fair. Like uh, the thing for me and the reason that I'm different cuz I'm so fucking special is uh I, I had the Zelda Master Collection, so I was playing Zelda 1 and Zelda 2 as a kid on the GameCube, but... Oh, yeah, no, I had that too, but I, so I like, seeked that collection out. I didn't just have it from, like, getting the Wind Waker pre-order or whatever. Like, I actually, like, I I, I think I got it for my birthday. Out. I got that as, as a birthday gift. Um, So that's that's how I ended up with it. But, yeah, like, once I discovered the Wii Shop channel, like, I just got super into retro games. And especially, do you remember CJS-001? Like, Oh, yeah, how could I forget? Yeah, just a classic, classic 2000s YouTuber where he just did, like, reviews where it was just him giving his thoughts on the games. D- yeah, dude, dude, that also, by the way, shout out Classic Game Room. Yeah. Dude, I used to just, like, there'd be stints i'd go on where i would just watch hours of cgr like 
just these shitty like four or five minute reviews that are like the biggest overview of the game possible but they show gameplay so you just get to see the game for yourself and make your own decision yeah like if it's cool i i I was thinking about the fact that like like cgs 01 basically never reviewed any game that that was less than a three like if it was a new release it might get a three or a four but Otherwise, almost every game he reviewed was, like, a game that he wanted to give a 5 or a 4, more or less, right? Um, and then he would occasionally throw in a 1-star review just to, you know, just just to spice things up. Uh, and and it was it was just this case of, like, him... He did, like, a review of Ninja Gaiden, where, like, he's talking about fucking yeah. Ninja Gaiden on the same level of, like, Mario Galaxy and Ocarina of Time, where he's giving those games 5s and shit like that, like, fucking, like, this idea that I was like, whoa, an NES game that got a 5, like, Ocarina of Time, I was like, I don't know, 14, right, and maybe even 13 or 12, I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, really impressionable, an impressionable youth. Yeah, I was like, that's crazy, this NES game must be really good. Um, it is, Ninja Gaiden's pretty great, but, like, I know, I know you, you think that game is fucking annoying, but... I think the last level's fucking annoying, I think World 6 is abysmal that's fair i think the first four worlds are like pretty fun i would just i don't know i my my review of ninja gaiden is i'd rather play castlevania <laughs> that yeah that's a great review because for some reason they're the same game like hud wise and the way that their systems work for some reason they play yeah they are the same it's just that one of them is like they're a made by two based, different studios yeah too, which uh, is weird tecmo who of course is uh team ninja yeah and also creators of Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Bowl! Man, they, dude, Tecmo they Bowl is so fucking god tier. They had some fucking heaters, dude. Tecmo Bowl is dude, great. Dude, shout out the, shout out like the NES era where like these god tier game developers were just making sports games. So these sports games are good as fuck. Or like, or like when Capcom was making fucking Disney games. Like, no, in no other generation would fucking Shinji Mikami make an Aladdin game. Yeah, I also think there's another. But like, here we are. Th- there's another significant like Capcom director. I don't know. I- I'd have to look up their name, but like they made like Illusion Castle or whatever it's called, Castle of Illusion. Oh yeah, Castle of Illusion. Which I guess uh, we- that- Capcom. I think. Yeah, no, that was Capcom. Made but that. I think it's another Capcom like director who's like relevant. Like uh, like at that like Itsuna level. Like the guy who made Monster Hunter also made like Castle of Illusions. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah. That's I'm not the sure who it is. Story. But I think you're right. It's, yeah, that shit's so crazy to me. Although I will say about the licensed games, we are just kind of getting back to that point now where, like, a top AAA talent is making, like, these, like, official, like, these licensed games that have, that aren't, like, movie tie-ins. But, but like, the other thing Spider-Man about it, like, the, 2018. Yeah, the other thing about it, though, is that when you think about it, time is a flat circle because we talk about, like, these high-quality licensed games, uh... But that was the same. It's just, like, Capcom was the fucking Activision of, of that era where, like, yeah, they were yeah. This, this kind of accessible company with, like, some really major hits. But they also had, you know, teams that were that were willing to do these kinds of shorter tie-in projects. Like, the fucking Capcom made a fucking California Raisins game that never got released. You know what I mean? Like, and so it's the same yeah. thing with, like, Respawn Entertainment at uh, EA. Yeah, making Star Wars. Yeah, making Star Wars. Like where that. Yeah, or like that's or, or this, like, Eidos high, making Guardians. Yeah, like that's like that's this high value IP, 
And the equivalent of 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 that to an American investor would be, you know, IDOS or or uh, Respawn. These these great companies that have proven projects. They are the Capcoms of today for these companies. Yeah. So it's it's and the I'll same. Say this. And we're still getting fucking Cool Spot, like the equivalent of Cool Spot. We're still getting that from like yeah. shit companies. Exactly. Although I'll say this, what makes me sad is that the I guess the difference between the '90s and, and today is that today it unfortunately just makes a lot it takes a lot longer to make the types of games. Yeah, like Respawn uh, can't make Titanfall three. Whereas if if this was the '90s, Respawn could. It, exactly. Respawn's making three Star Wars games because Titanfall didn't sell well enough to continue funding it, as opposed to making three Star Wars games. And that's what it's making me sad. Like I saw rumors that Remedy, who's made a Quantum Break, Control, Max Payne. You know, lots of great, great original video game IP uh, that's iconic in its own right is like Alan Wake. They're making a, they're apparently they're making a Doctor Strange game. What the fuck? Here's the thing that why that game is gonna rule because Sam Lake is the perfect director for Doctor Strange, but but what I it's want to be good, yeah, but I want something. But I don't else. want them doing that, yeah. I want I want Sam Lake to hit. I mean, it it would be like if 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 you told me Hideo Kojima's next project was like I don't know, it was you know some fucking Marvel game, right? Uh, he's oh he's yeah. making uh you know he's he's making the fucking Shang Chi. Oh he he would do a good Moon Knight though. Uh, but like yeah, I would be like I mean that's cool. I'm gonna like the game of course because I like the way he directs video games, but. I would like an original project from him. I'd like exactly. an idea. Or like, dude, think or like think about Insomniac, dude. Think, look at the history of Insomniac, dude. Spyro, super iconic, classic OG video game character. Ratchet and Clank, iconic, long-running, beloved game series. Right, Resistance, really respected like PS3 shoot, first-person shooter series. Sunset Overdrive, beautiful fucking early xbox one exclusive great fucking action game like all these great original ideas they make spider-man and now they're the marvel studio they're making spider-man miles morales they're making spider-man 2 they're making wolverine yeah it's just you you only have to do a good job once and then the studio just is bought by disney forever yeah and it's like, you know, Sony's got the license to Spidey, so goddamn, they're going to use it. So, but hey, that's what you're going to do. Well, if you want to be sad about the future of games forever, join us on our, our Discord with two O's. Because I'm fucking 4chan or fuck. Uh, dude, I'm so spicy today. I don't know why. I'm just, I'm just full of, you know why? It's because I haven't fucking jerked off in a while. That's why. I'm oh, fucking, okay. I'm, dude! I've been playing Stranger Paradise, and my fucking balls are heavy. I, I'm. Oh damn, dude! I'm, I'm, I'm. You're carrying around a gallon of a gallon of semen. I'm right carrying now. around a gallon of pure masculine fucking white hot cum, dude. I'm like, <laughs> because because the the fucking every every single soul burst is a big cum moment, but I have no cum to big, or I have too much cum. What the fuck? Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Hey, bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana and.
I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded like little bitch I don't want drama I still hit when she says no don't understand when she don't wanna A Sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny like it was a no show Bitch don't watch a coochie watch anime with the bros Say though Say my motherfucking bitch I might pull up give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man if you talking shit tell Ryuki you on a list Yeah your sister is my groupie she take this anime dick Okay okay like little bitch I don't care if that fat ass is too deep Score a bounty on that pussy You can call me Spike Lee Putting out fire Getting ice Bitch I'm Todoroki And if you got some shit to say Then you can say it to me Anime thighs When she open up so wide I got a twinkle in my eye